We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final once again. The results are not good. A Brewers 6-5 loss in Game 2 of this four-game set. Welcome, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, here on 1250 AM. The fan, Tim Allen, and uh, my man, Evan Heffelfinger, as the Brewers fall once again, a one-run game, a little comeback action, just like yesterday, just couldn't get the bigger hit late again, and suddenly they've lost three straight baseball games and and the uh the news gets a little bit worse earlier today prior to the game with the Christian Yelich news if you had not heard he was uh placed on the IL once again and we'll get into that conversation coming up in just a little while but uh you know you do you do give the Brewers a little credit for for coming back in this thing not giving up you sort of had a feeling or at least I did that they were going to give a little push in this game. You just, it just w- was one of those games where it, it felt like, hey, this thing is not quite done yet at 6-1. to one. Now, the fact that uh, Eric Lauer was, uh, you know, was allowed to go as, as deep into the game as he did, you may have had a little bit of a white flag wave out of Craig Council in this thing because, you know, maybe – you know, maybe he's got to soak up some innings and you didn't want to go with, with your guys, J.P. Fireisen, Devin Williams, Josh Hader, all fresh and ready to go. But you needed the lead in the sixth inning to get to those boys. You had to have the lead, and that just didn't happen. So once you got, I think, to a certain point, Council may have been playing for tomorrow's game. Now, that being said, the Brewers' offense did come on back in this one. J.B.J., a nice two-run shot to get him within one but just wasn't enough again. And I uh, personally was not a big fan of this lineup tonight. I, I can tell you that. But, uh, you know, th- you've got to deal with these injuries. And it just, it just they won't go away here. And, and ultimately, you got to put them in the rearview mirror and, and say, hey, there's nothing we can do about it here and, and just move forward. Uh, the Brewers did recall Tyrone Taylor uh, to replace Christian Yelich, but someone's going to have to get hot here. And collectively, they they appear to me to get base runners. Doesn't it appear to you, Evan, that they they seem to have their fair share of base runners? Oh no, they're... no question. I mean, whether it be averaging what probably like six seven hits a game, walking four or five times a game, and they still, I mean, it's been the same story for, what, four years now? They can't hit with runners in scoring position? It's runners in scoring position. It's a little bit of the on-base percentage this year at, what, uh, just over 300? It's pretty bad. 
It's a collective team batting average. Pretty bad. But they find a way to get some base runners to stay in games a little bit. That that can do nothing but help down the line. So it's a, it's probably a, a good trait to have for now. But at some point, you got to put the capper on some of these rallies here, and and, and come up with uh, you know a gapper to instead of getting you within one. Once you're within two, how about a three run homer or a three run gap job? I mean that's that that's the final thing they're missing here, and they just. It just they can't come up with it here. You're going to have to find a way. You're going to have to find a combination in this thing until these brewers get uh, much more healthy and you go on from right there. Let's get into our game recap here on a Brewers uh, 6-5 loss. First inning, Brewers do get on the board once again. And they did that yesterday, and I, what's interesting is I hear Lane Grindle on the uh, broadcast and the flag say promising starts to each of these two games as the Brewers get a one nothing lead in each of these two games. Are you kidding? Is that where we're at? <laughs> nothing against Lane. I'm, I'm just saying. A promising start to me probably isn't defined as a one-zip <laughs> lead. I mean, promising start would be putting up a crooked number in the first. Uh, but they do get on the board. Colton Wong with that leadoff double. After an Urias strikeout, it's at the table for Daniel Vogelback. Let's head into center field, a base hit. Wong takes the turn. Wade has a good arm, but the throw here is way off the mark. As Vogel back with an RBI single. Wong is in, and the Brewers with an early run for the second straight night. Yeah, picked on a fastball, was up, out over the plate, and Vogel back with that quick bat. Yeah, Aaron Nola on the hill for the Phillies ended up throwing, what, 31 pitches in that first inning. Uh, because Shaw drew a walk within that sequence. I, I just want to point this out to you. Um, within that sequence to, to, to Travis Shaw, and here's, here's why it's becoming more difficult in Major League Baseball to hit uh, these days for a decent average. Within the sequence uh, to Shaw, as he drew the walk, as I said, a 2-0 changeup, a 3-0. So you're thinking, okay, just give him the green light there. Something's got to, you know, start to light the fuse here a little bit. He fouls the 3-0. I like to gamble there out of, out of Shaw. But a 3-1 curveball in the same at bat, a 2-0 change, a 3-1 curveball. Wow. Then he throws a curveball to land 3-2. <laughs> and then a foul ball. And then the walk. Two on, one in, one out only. So you're looking for the crooked number here. Brings up JBJ. He strikes out. Brings up Tyrone Taylor. Two on, two out. One in. Works it full. That was a nice at bat from Tyrone Taylor. And worked a walk to load the bases for McKinney. And he flies out to left to end that frame. They do get the run right there. They do get traffic right there. But as I just stated, no one finds green right there with, with the bases packed. And that's what the, that's the final thing they're missing here. Someone's got to come up with the clutch. Come up with that clutch bigger hit. Again, uh, you, you can't go wrong with getting on base, but someone's going to have to come through. Eric Lauer, bottom of the first, gives it right back. Leadoff home run. Andrew McCutcheon, a solo shot. Gets the next three. A nice play by Taylor out there. And uh, gets a strikeout back to even, 1-1 into the second inning. Brewers in order in that second inning. couple of more strikeouts. 
on the uh, evening bottom of the second inning. Eric Lauer, he got to hold it right there. Two out base hit. And then he advances to third on an errant pickoff throw uh, to first base. Uh, they decide to pitch to the eight hitter. And I like that strategy right there. Go after that eight hitter, make the pitcher lead off the next inning. That strategy does work. It's a strikeout, 1-1 into the third inning, 1-2-3 for the crew in the third, and it stays tied to the bottom of that inning. Phillies get at Lauer in a big way in the third with one out, McCutcheon, his second solo shot, 2-1 Phillies, Hoskins then with a base hit. Key here, he's thrown out at second base trying to stretch it uh, into a double. But then the floodgates open up. An error by Shaw right there. Just when I'm touting, hey, you want textbook fundamental defense? Pick, throw, you know, set your feet type of deal. Yeah, he had a, uh, Travis Shaw with a high throw in the game. Then he had an error. Hey, it uh, then um, uh, was a base hit to put runners at the corners. Another base hit to score the run makes it three to one. And then the former Brewer, Brad Miller, a three run ouch, man, bomb. As Eric Lauer, it just snowballed five runs in the third inning. Four of those runs, however, unearned six to one. Is that a death sentence for the Brewers offense? Uh, maybe Brewers in order in that fourth inning. 6-1 into the bottom of the fourth. Lauer into a little trouble again in the fourth inning. Leadoff base hit. Again, for the second time in the game, errant pickoff play at first base. And again, I mean, it might be one of those guys, and there have been, well, Matt Garza is one. Maybe uh, Lester is another. He, Eric Lauer, I didn't know this about him, but that, that didn't look good. You know, big leaguer can't throw the ball, you know, 42 feet across the diamond. Mm-hmm. Okay, second uh, error for Lauer, third on the night for the Brewers. Um, First out, McCutcheon uh, on a bunt. McCutcheon then strikes out for the second out. Uh, Let's see here. And then he gets out of it with a line out to Shaw to keep it at 6-1 to into the fifth inning. Here's where it gets interesting. Two out base hit by Colton Wong. Two for three to that point. No runs. Uh, in that Brewer fifth to the bottom, Lauer stays out there. One, two, three for Lauer in the bottom of the fifth inning. Soaking up a few innings, saving some arms out there. Brewers pressure in that sixth inning as a uh, leadoff base hit by Vogelbach, followed up by Travis Shaw with a base hit. First and second, nobody out. Bradley Jr. strikes out. What else is new? Taylor then hit by a pitch to load the bases with just that one out for Billy McKinney. A short fly out by McKinney and a strikeout to Nottingham. Empty, 6-1. to one. And again, traffic on the bases, just can't get the hit to break through. 1-2-3 for Lauer in the bottom of the sixth inning. He set down nine consecutive hitters and again soaked up another inning, 6-1 to one into the seventh. Battling back in the seventh inning. Leadoff base hit by Avi Garcia. Colton Wong then hit by a pitch. Setting the table for Luis Urias. And there's a smash into left field. A base hit. Garcia rounding third. He's being waved home. Throw goes into third. Brewers have runners at the corners. An RBI single. 
for Luis Urias, and it's a 6-2 ball game. And try to take a fastball in on me. There you go, 6-2 is the comeback on. Down four, Wong moves to third on that play. First and third, one in, nobody out. Girardi goes to his pen. Vogelbach, the hitter, uh, he goes with the lefty. Council counters, goes to Lorenzo Kane, who comes through and gets the ball in play. Yeah, first inning, second hitter. There's a chopper over to first. Hoskins with the feed to Romero for the out. Scoring will be Colton Wong. That makes it a 6-3 to three ball game. Zorius will move to second, so a productive out. One away as the Brewers pulled it within three. There you go. Chipping away right there. As heard on Bally Sports Wisconsin, 6-3. A runner at second base, one out for Travis Shaw. And Shaw grounds out, Urias over to third. Now two outs, two in for Jackie Bradley Jr. And JBJ comes through with a big two-out, two-strike, two-run bomb. The 3-2. Bradley Jr. with a fly ball. Hit back at a deep center field. Herrera going back. Leaping. Gone! Jackie Bradley Jr. with a two-run shot to center as the Brewers pull to within a run. Well, they do take advantage of that extra strike that wasn't called. Okay, so the comeback officially on four runs in that seventh inning, six to five. Boxberger in to pitch the bottom of the seventh, needs the shutdown inning, and holds it there, gets the job done into the eighth inning, one-run game. Are they going to finish this comeback? Yeah, one, two, three in the eighth. Into the bottom of the inning, J.P. Fireisen, three up, three down, three consecutive strikeouts. He's been amazing into the ninth inning. Brewers, a couple of base runners, all with two outs in that ninth inning. Uh, Reyes with a base hit. Shaw with a base hit. It's up J.B.J. And he flies out to left. Ouch. 6-5 loss. And the Brewers fall for the third consecutive game and now run their mark to 17 and 13 here through the first 30 games of the 2021 championship season. But the biggest news of the day, we're going to talk about that next. And I wanted to get your reaction on the game, first of all. And you know, the offense, you give them credit for battling back here. Yesterday, same thing. You you're, you got all sorts of traffic on the base pass, eighth, eighth inning and beyond, and you just can't come up with that big hit. So I want to get your reaction on the, on the game itself, but also on the Yelich news. And we're going to hear from Christian Yelich next. And I have my thoughts on this, and I'm just curious about a couple of different things with regards to the Christian Yelich. Well, let's call it a situation. All right, we'll do that next. We're going to hear from Craig Council coming up and more. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on The Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250. Or tweet the show at 12:50 a.m. The fan. All right, welcome back, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post-game show after a 6-5 Brewers loss. Just the comeback comes up short once again. 
putting pressure on these guys late in games is a good habit to get into because at some point someone someone is going to come through. Uh, so they lose the first two games of this series along with that final game of the Dodgers series. It's called a losing streak. That's at three. Got to turn things around tomorrow. Freddie Peralta on the hill. But uh, maybe a, a few more important things to get to, namely a Christian Yelich who was placed back onto the IL today. And uh, Yelly did talk about that, and we'll get into that. I want to get your your reaction to the Christian Yelich going back on the IL. And that whole situation, guys, it, it, it is a situation because I think you have to start over. And I'll, I'll tell you why. You had the... You, you had the MRI on April 24th. Now, since April 24th, not that long ago, you know, a little over a week ago, you've had him doing some baseball activities, right? Running around, doing BP, another cage. Uh, he played in a game yesterday. And so you don't know if, in theory, if it were possible to maybe strain something. Strain is, is a kind of a mild word for a slight tear. Um, so you don't know, really, you can't go by the MRI on April 24th. I think you've got to start fresh and you got to get new imaging done. I think that's a fair assessment, right? Evan, wouldn't that be fair that he has been doing strenuous activity? You don't know really, uh, until you really, really know. So it has to be a new MRI, correct? Absolutely. I mean, after any setback on an injury, you immediately go back into testing and figuring out what's wrong. It just, it's common sense to go back and test again. Okay. And, and they were saying that, well, setback, you, you use the word setback and it might be. But I think where they're at is it just isn't healthy enough to go every day. And that's what they're hanging their hat on. Not healthy enough to go every day. Fair enough. Okay, let's, let's find out what the, what the deal is here. So my curiosity gets the best of me here. Number one, you got to start over. And number two, the MRI prior to this, you know, like I said, eight days ago or so, didn't show anything, didn't re- reveal anything. But you do have to get more imaging. Why is he still with the team right now? I would say it's a fair assessment to say they knew probably by noon today that he was going back on the IL. That, that, I think that's a fair statement. Okay, so you have half a business day and maybe a little bit more than half if you're dealing with the West Coast. But you have at least half a business day to get on the phone. Money is no object here to find a back specialist that deals with lower back issues. Not just your regular sports guys, and no disrespect to them either, but obviously something's not right here in the back. Is, are these things fair for me to say? To say that, now send them to specialists. Find out really what's going on in there. If anything, to find out. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how this, this, you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't, I'm not real familiar with back issues. I'm a little more, more of an expert on hamstrings. But find a specialist somewhere in this country when money is no object. He'd have been on a plane today. Within hours, he would have been on a plane, and maybe they do have an appointment tomorrow morning. Maybe he does have a flight early in the morning. But I'm just curious as to why he's still with the team. That's just me. And again, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. 
But if I see him tomorrow night sitting with that baseball team again, there's something wrong here. If you see Christian Yelich with his teammates tomorrow night, there is something wrong with that timeline. Send him away to start working on it. And just finally, before we hear from Christian Yelich, if you're on hold, we'll get to you too. 414-799-1250. Finally, Craig Council pregame today said we need more answers, quote, we need more answers and, here's the big words, better answers. I thought that's a very appropriate statement. Very apropos to this situation. You're going to need better answers. That means better doctors, better analysis, more specialists to deal with the lower back. Are all of these things fair, Evan? Uh, Most definitely fair. He is the future of your franchise, quite frankly. So you need to make sure that he is 100% right so that that $200 million investment you made in him pays off. Let's hear a little bit from Christian Yelich here before we get to uh, Todd here. Todd, sit sit tight. We'll get to you. Here's Christian Yelich. It's hard to gauge. You know, obviously, I, I felt good enough to try it. Um, but you never really know until you go in the game. I, you know, rehab games weren't, weren't really a thing. Um, you know, we didn't have that option yet. Um, so the only way to... Th- find out or you know you can do activity is you can't simulate a major league baseball game and just my body wasn't where it needs to be and um this isn't cooperating and, and let me go out and um do that every night all right uh i know you can't simulate a baseball game i get that but was the ramp up to activation Enough strenuous activity to get that done. Now, again, I think that's a fair question. I'm not getting on the organization yet. I'm not getting on them yet. I think you take the utmost precaution and and patient and have some patience with Christian Yelich's return. But what I do expect is the best medical care, money, and analysis that money can buy. That is what I expect out of a guy that signed a $200 million contract from an organization and a business that's worth over a billion dollars. That's what I expect. The best money can buy to analyze what the hell is wrong with that dude's back. I think those are are fair statements. I'm not going to freak out and go on a rant. Unless I see Christian Yelich tomorrow night hanging out, hanging out with his teammates with a big smile on his face. At least Ryan Braun was shipped out of town almost immediately to get cryotherapy on that thumb. You recall those days? Get him on a plane immediately. Get him out of here. Now let's see what they do with Christian Yelich. Let's see how important this is or if this is just simply rest. And if that's the case, shut him down for a month. You're so good at scheduling off days for folks. Hell, Lorenzo Cain just came back and needed a day off. You're so good at that. Well, then be good at this too. Shut him down for a complete month if you have to. It hurts. I know it's going to hurt. But if there's no answers... And Craig Council said he wants better answers, and I think that's as fair as it gets right there. 
This has been going on for now. We're, we're leaning on five weeks. I mean, let's face it. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Your response to Christian Yelich uh, going on the IL and how this affects the offense? Not good. It's, it's not good to an offense that is already struggling. And as I made the statement last night, it's not okay just because you're winning games to 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 hold your your fire on an offense that is pretty bad. It's okay to do that. I should say it's it's okay to fire at this offense. And 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 you're supposed to hold it back just because they're winning games. I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. All right, Todd, uh, let's uh, let's get to your response here. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Todd, what's going on? Oh, uh, howdy, boys. I got a, a real, real, real bad feeling about this whole situation. I really do. I've had back issues for it's, uh, since I've been a kid. Not a kid, but a young man. And my dad's had a couple back operations. My mother's been through it. Um, and the thing with the MRI to me is can't pinpoint, uh, you can, you know, you can see, you know, spinal stenosis or degenerative discs and okay. can give you shots and this and that. So that's, that's very evident. But with the back, it's such a screwy deal that you really can't, you, you can't pinpoint it. Sometimes you might have something that an MRI will never show I'm sure he feels it. He can tell him and, and, and whatever else. But um, I, I, you know, it, you know, a, a golf swing and a, and a baseball swing are very comparable. So it's hard on the back. You know, you twist, and it'll just with age it gets worse. And um, I, you know, I, I hate to say this, but you know, looking back, when you said about when Christian got hit uh, in his busted his kneecap and he took. Um, the big payout, you know, and that, the big uh, contract. And mm-hmm. he maybe figured out, well, you know, maybe something else could happen. Maybe this was happening before. Maybe he knew something was going on. And, uh, oh, God, I, I just hope they didn't sign him too soon. That's, uh, yeah, I and I know people feeling. are. Yeah, they're they're quite nervous about that. Todd, thanks for the call. Yeah, and you you might be right. I, I've had one back issue myself. It was uh, – uh, lifting a, a hundred and I don't know thirty pound dog, lifting his fat butt into the bed. <laughs> I just felt something give, and and it it wasn't real pleasant. But there was nothing they could do to that. I went to the doctor, got it checked out, and then hey man, you're you're just gonna have to deal with it. And that's that. Okay, this could be the case, but effort, analysis. That that is probably the most paramount here for me at least where I'm sitting. The investment's been made into this guy. He deserves the utmost care and analysis on this. If it is just rest, okay, we deal with it. If that's what the deal is, it's just rest or the rehab from a sore back, and, and we've all, like Todd, we've all had sore backs. Evan, you've had a sore back before. I mean, yeah, do we need to bring up the story of me breaking my back again? That was like two weeks of content on Rami and Tim. <laughs> it sure was. But I just want, uh, you know, I'll go back to the Ryan Braun thing with the thumb. You remember this? A couple of years ago was the thumb thing. And I went, hold on a second. I've been watching and following baseball, doing this for a living for a long time. I've never heard of this one little thumb injury and cryotherapy. Are you kidding me? 
Well, I hadn't up until that point. I have since with other players now. Was he the pioneer in that? I'm just saying it's the first time I've heard of it. But what the, what the difference is, is, is that they found a specialist. They found a guy. They found a doctor. They found a clinic. They found a, 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 a health care, um, you know, group, if you will, that, that had the experts there, and he, they got out of town. So that, that's all I'm saying. I want this, I want this taken care of, and I, I'm with Craig Council here. I want some better answers here because this isn't working. I don't think that this is just a sore back that has popped up in his career over the years. Seems a little bit more to me. It's just the way I, I, I view it right now. It seems a little bit more to me. 799-1250. Mike, your thoughts. Uh, Christian Yelich down again. You know, I wasn't freaking out about it until I, I've been listening to you for the last 10 minutes. And uh, <laughs> But I promised myself I'm not going to do the fretting and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm concerned. Um, I, you know what? I, I've got, you know what? I got faith in the guy upstairs and he knows I'd enjoy council going and winning the world series. So he's going to get okay. me that. But, um, <laughs> one thing I, 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 I wanted to point out, I hope I, there's time. Um, they, own, they this is going to be their season. Now they didn't come back in the last two games, but they almost did. And, you know, that's like kissing your sister. But, you know, they're going to they're gonna start doing it, I hope and I believe. But they've got to not get so far behind. That's the big key. But, you know, they're fighting back. I don't know. I'm probably talking like an idiot. No, but, no, uh, you're right. They, they, they've been falling behind lately, and that's not a good recipe for this team right now. No, Mike, no, Mike, thanks, no, thanks no, for the call. No, it's, it's, not, it's not a good recipe right now to fall, fall behind. And we went through this a couple of weeks ago two and a half weeks ago or so. And Craig Council has made mention offensively, you got to play from the lead. This game tonight with a fresh bullpen, you had the lead in the sixth inning. This game was over. You had Suter, Boxberger, Fireisen, Williams, and Hader. Really, in theory, if you wanted to, after four innings, you, you, you would have had a victory in theory. So you got to start. You got to start scoring some runs early. But but again, I mean, look, guys, this has been Alec Bettinger and Eric Lauer in two of these three games here. I mean, you have to consider that here. Uh, in the middle, you had Hauser, and Hauser did a decent job yesterday. Although he says he didn't have his best stuff, he did his job yesterday. So that's sandwiched. Uh, he was sandwiched in, in the middle there of Lauer and Bettinger. So let's let's get Peralta back on the hill. Let's get Woody back on the hill, and let's play from the lead, and that 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 should remedy some things a little bit for sure. But this Christian Yelich thing quite concerning to me. I'm not again. I'm not going to go on a tear because it's an injury. What are you going to do? The injuries are piling up, and that's a big one. You can't lose your mind on that. You can lose your mind on a, a bad throwing motion from Luis Urias or runners in scoring position batting average of 220 or a collective team batting average under uh, 220. But the injuries, yeah, what are you going to do? 
There's not much you can do. So do what you can do. Invest. Uh, the the I guess, I guess isolated focus on Christian Yelich because he's worth that. I mean, we're not dealing with we we can let another player sit and and at the end of the day maybe it it strings out for four five six more weeks and then you give it the focus. This should be the focus right away. It should be the focus right now, right here, right now, as soon as you possibly can. And if that's the case that you can't detect anything more and you've had two different back specialists look at it, okay, I'll put my palms up and just say, what are you going to do? Let's let it heal. Let's go. 799-1250, let's get to Craig Council. Council not too happy toward the end of that game. Didn't seem particularly happy after last night's loss. Are we getting closer to a Craig Council rant? Maybe. Uh, we'll still take your calls at 414-799-1250. Council is next. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 6-5 final. The comeback falls just a little bit short. We'll be back in 1250 AM. The fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Yeah, not good news for the Milwaukee Brewers today as Christian Yelich was added back to the IL. You throw in another 6-5 loss or another one-run loss and gets a little frustrating knowing that you know it's two-fold. He does make the difference in a one-run game. I think we can all agree on that. Most cases, he's going to have a say in a one-run game. But um, you also have the you know, long-term sort of, well, medium-term. I, I mean, no one knows the timeline on this, and that's why uh, a few better answers. And that's those two words, better answers, were given by Craig Council prior to the game today. And, uh, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. Uh, it's it, it's frustrating, and that's what he said too. It's frustrating to him, the team, Yelich, and us, us as fans. It's, it's in particular even more frustrating when you're coming up just a little short in some of these games, and and, and you know full well that Christian Yelich uh, suited up and rolling a little bit. Uh, certainly uh, changes the complexion of a game, a series, uh, a road trip, you name it. He has that sort of impact. Then, you know, the Brewers are just going to have to fight their way through this thing. It's okay to be frustrated. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's just something that you know, that's what we do. And don't fault us for being frustrated that Christian Yelich has a, has a bad back and can't play. That's just a natural reaction to uh, to a disappointing situation. That's all right. But, I mean, start start working on some better answers because this open-ended, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it's going to work. You know, and he, uh, also Craig Council prior to the game did talk about, well, do you want him in three times a week or do you want to wait and just take care of this thing and, and get him in six or seven games a week? And I, I thought about that for a second. Evan, I'll ask you, what, would, would you want him three games a week? And, and so 
You know, it's not full go really ever, but but at least you get him three three days a week. No, because that even if he hits three hundred, he's not going to hit twenty home runs because he can't put a full swing on a baseball. I want him if it means he has to sit out three months. If that means he's healthy moving forward, then so be it. Let him sit out three months, take a loss on this year, or maybe not even a loss, just like on Yelich personally take a loss. Right. And then, I mean, he's about to head into the prime of his career. Make sure that he's healthy for that. Don't deal with this forever. Don't extend this issue longer than it has to be. You know, what's interesting, uh, Evan, and I can't remember when I said it. It was... um was either earlier this year. It might have been. That would be my guess, but it could have been last year. And it alludes to what you just said, the, the, the power part of this. Do you recall when I said, I asked the question, when did Christian Yelich turn into a singles hitter? That had to have been really early. It was, it was early. I, I'm, if I had to bet, it was earlier this year. But that's what I noticed, and you're right, that the power has been just taken away with this. And so if you're going to go part-time Christian Yelich, which some some would say is better than nothing. Is he still going to be better than, you know, a Billy McKinney? Absolutely. But is it to the full strength that you know that Christian Yelich, yes. the former MVP, the 40-40 guy, yep. is it that? Absolutely not. No, not at all. It's a good point. All right, let's get to uh, Craig Council. His team falls short here, 6-5 final. They're down 6-1. A big five-run third inning does the job. McCutcheon a home run. He had two solo shots uh, in this game, but errors lead to four unearned runs in that third inning. That was an ugly way uh, to, to, to be down 6-1, but hats off to the offense. Kept grinding away. They get within striking distance and actually get uh, the winning run, the lead run, on base in that ninth inning. So uh, they put up a nice uh, four-run spot in that uh, seventh inning, but just can't break through. Here's Craig Council after the loss. Craig, we were uh, just talking to Lauer, and, uh, you know, he had that one rough inning and obviously the home run, and, but he didn't pitch that bad, as weird as that sounds. And he, after that, he really pitched great. Um, just kind of a tough outing for him in, in that regard, isn't it? Yeah, I mean – you know, he did a nice job getting through six innings for sure. And, and that helps us, um, you know, and then the, it was just an inning where, you know, we just, we just couldn't stop it. We get two outs and kind of a weird ball hit to Travis, like a, almost a change up, but just, a, just took a kind of funny hop on him. And then, you know, we did, they, he gave, he made a couple of good pitches and got some, you know, jam shot base hit. And then the pitch Miller hit, pretty good pitch like up and in on the corner there so we just couldn't stop the inning unfortunately and you know they got the they got the big hit you know the three run homers the big hit and they, they got it and um put us behind the eight ball a little bit you know we had chances uh and you know and that's we had you know we, had, we put a great inning together in the first with some great at bats um and then the sixth was probably our, our our biggest chance as nola was getting a little bit tired and we just Unfortunately, couldn't get uh, you know couldn't get the ball out there for just just to start tacking on runs in that inning. Craig, I just asked Lauer this too. Is there you know you talked yesterday about the value in taking a dent out of their closer in doing this back to back nights? I mean, are there are there moral victories here, or is that just not something that exists in Major League Baseball? 
Well, I mean, what you're, what you're trying to do is you're trying to be a tough beat. I think that's what you're trying to be every night. Even, even when you lose, you try to make it as tough as you possibly can. We're doing that, I think, uh, against their bullpen. Um, you, need a, you need a payoff, you know, and that's as we got two more games and we need to get a payoff on that. So I think yet to be seen. But um, if you continue to be a tough beat, something, something good happens and, and you get a ball that falls in or you, you catch a break. And, and that's, that's what you, you got to keep trying to do. With um with the pickoff errors for Lauer, I mean, do you like the idea there, or do you think he's trying to force something to happen, or just kind of just yeah, a mistake? He just, he just made a couple bad. He's got a really good pickoff move. Um, he, he's you know he's he's good at it. He just made a couple mistakes tonight, so um, it's a strength. Uh, he's he's always he's kind of known as having a really good one. Um, you know, just made a couple mistakes with it tonight. Hey, Craig, um, uh, Mike's having a sneezing attack here. <laughs> Hope Mike is okay. Me uh, too. Craig, um, Eric made the, made the point earlier just about how he thought with the offense, you guys have, are never really out of the game. I'm just kind of curious, like, what your take is on that. You know, maybe that's true despite maybe the overall statistics. Yeah, I mean, I, I think – you know, I, I think we can be better um, than, than we've than we've been. Um, I, I still think that's coming. Um, you know, we're, we're we're scoring runs actually. You know, we're not we haven't been bad at scoring runs. We're just I think, but we have to be. We have to we have to. Um, you know, we, you look at our guys' numbers, and there's still there's definitely room for improvement on, on a whole bunch of guys. And feel you feel like a whole bunch of guys are still going to get going in, in a good way. So, um, you know, I'm still confident in that. Um, and, and I and I, I think this is a team we can you know hopefully just keep putting pressure on and, and break through. I think that's what we've, we've done. You know we've come close to kind of doing that the last couple of nights, just kind of missing that one hit, and um, keep trying to do it the next two days. Craig, what did you think when you saw the same thing happen to the Phillies that happened to you guys earlier with Angel Perdomo? Yeah, I mean, I I thought that uh, honestly, I kind of thought that the system needed to change a little bit because you know, I, you know, we we actually had the correct card, but somehow the umpires didn't. So I'm I'm not sure. It, you know, we it, it's all when it gets printed out and kind of the time that it, how, what what time the umpires card got printed out. And so it's seems like there's a better system that probably could be in place, but. Anybody else for Craig? Craig, that's what I was going to ask you. You you guys didn't bring it up to him. I think when it happened with Perdomo, the other team brought it up, but but the umpires. No, the other, no, it's not. It's it's the card that the umpire holds. It's not the other team bringing it up. Yeah, it's the it's the card that um, you know either the Bale Santos was not on the card that the umpire the home plate umpire had. And Craig, if I could just ask you one other question that about that ball uh, that got by Travis, you said it was kind of a changeup. Is, is that they scored it as an error, so all those runs ended up being unearned after that? Um, I mean, is, but it sounds like you thought that was a, just a tricky play, though, because um, he's been so great over. Yeah, it was. It was just it. It was a he got 
he got jammed on it pretty good and it, and it, you know, hit on the label. And I think sometimes that causes it to take a little bit of a funny hop. It's, it, it's almost, you want it, we'd rather have it just hard hit. Um, when it gets hit like that, the hop gets trickier actually. And that's, and Travis got caught in between a little bit cause you're kind of judging, almost judging the velocity of it and trying to get to the side of it. So it was, it was a tricky play. I mean, that, it's it's a play you got to try to make. Uh, Travis, I think, would tell you that, but it's 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 a tricky play. There he is, Craig Council, after the six-five loss. He's right on the money, uh, and he's staying positive with his offense. About these, these are guys that he still thinks are going to come through here, and they're missing the big hits. How I started out the show. I mean, I had jump on the air literally within 60 seconds of this game being over and most games being over. I'm on the air, you know, saying things pretty synonymous to what Craig Council just said there. There are chances there in in quite a few of these innings. They get a three-run home run by Brad Miller. And the Brewers, it's almost pulling teeth, just trying to get. Oh, okay, so you get a ground out, you get a you you get a run, but you give up an out. Now there's two outs, two on. You know the table was set, and then it's a, a pop up. Just missed it, just missed it. So at some point, as as he pointed out, um, they're they're going to break through with, with these situations, and losing Christian Yell is certainly not going to help. But they've got to step up in those situations because getting in the situations, two on, one out, bases loaded, nobody out, seems like they've had quite a few of those opportunities here, well, quite frankly, this year. And the numbers will indicate. Now, he was asked, uh, you know, statistically speaking, I always point out those numbers, and those numbers don't lie. But. I, I still am fairly optimistic that the, this team will hit better because you can't do it in terms of some of these numbers. Evan, you can attest to this too. I, you can't hardly do any worse. I, I'm sorry. And I, I don't want to belittle anybody on that offense, but it's pretty tough. And I will just add this. Uh, the New York Mets, for lack of offense, they did let go of their hitting coach and their assistant hitting coach. Which is funny because half of their starting lineup is actually performing really well. It's literally just decent. Francisco yep. Lindor who hasn't been performing. Yep, that's one. And you know, someone texted me uh, earlier today, and that looking at these Brewers' offensive numbers, maybe they should take a look at the hitting coach. Is he just here because he's friends with Christian Yelich? Well, remember he was the hitting coach in Chicago first. He was. And he did not have a great track record there for the same reasons that the Brewers haven't been good the past couple of years. They struck and out I, too much and couldn't hit with runners in scoring position. Yeah, and I don't know if I buy the whole he's here because he's Yelich's buddy or all that. Yelich is under contract, so that doesn't really, you know, what what's Christian Yelich going to do? Uh, play worse because his, his, his buddy, the hitting coach, isn't here? No, it doesn't. it doesn't work like that, so... Hey, strange things, stranger things have happened, that's for sure. We're going to hear from uh, Eric Lauer coming up in just a little bit. We'll try and get to Jackie Bradley Jr. If you guys want to join us, 414-799-1250. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove and the Hyundai of West Dallas. Amazing. 
extraordinary measures to keep you safe. It's clean. It's a great environment, big time, at Hyundai of West Dallas. And right now, 0% for 60 months, plus make no payments for 90 days on the new 2021 Hyundai Sonata, Tucson, Santa Fe, Elantra, and uh, Kona. Best warranty in America. 10 years, 100,000 miles. And and, uh, I know people that are driving around in uh, a Hyundai purchased at Hyundai of West Dallas. So trust me, trust them, Highway 100, or at HyundaiWestDallas.com, a part of the International Autos Group where our ordinary needs to be extraordinary. That's Hyundai of West Dallas. Tell them I sent you over there. 6-5 Brewers lose. And Eric Lauer, again, like yesterday, deserved probably a little bit better fate than he got tonight. He really settled in. Actually, Brewers pitching uh, from the third inning on. I think uh, they didn't allow a base runner from the, what, fourth inning to the end of the game. So that's pretty good, but the offense has got to step up. We'll hear from the Brewers' left-hander up next here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Way too early in the season to go into a a little bit of a rant about the offense, but if it continues at this clip, well, stay tuned. I mean, maybe another month goes by, we're hanging out, the weather getting better, you're outside on your deck and you're, you know, uh, grilling out some some burgers or steaks or whatever, and and you've got the post-game show on and Tim is going crazy. Well, if it continues, uh, that that probably is going to happen. Uh, we will, in just a little while, go over some of the numbers, uh, some some team offensive numbers that well, maybe you weren't aware of. So sit tight for that as the Brewers fall 6-5 final. Welcome back. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. And uh, Eric Lauer uh, sort of snowballed on him after the error by Shaw. And it's it's weird. Shaw has been, uh, you know, defensively, you say what you want about his offense, but I think defensively he's been a a consummate pro. I really do. I I just think his technique is good. It's just throws are are true. And it's just uh, nice to see. Um, But after that error, and and what some claim a, a a tricky little a tricky little bounce or a, just a t- a tough read on a on a ball that might have been knuckling or you know it just might have had just a just a bad feel to it. But after that, Eric Lauer just it's really kind of got away from him, and certainly his pickoff throws don't help. Three errors defensively in the ball game for the Brewers. And that error really opened the floodgates to uh, four additional runs, all unearned for Eric Lauer. The Brewers left-hander, not too bad. Soaked up some innings here, saving that bullpen. That could come in handy as soon as tomorrow. But let's hear from the Brewers left-hander. Eric, that uh, the third inning was kind of tough. Um, you know, they got an extra out, and then you got a little bit of a bust. It was turned out to be unfortunate, didn't it? Because it ended up kind of being the difference. Yes. 
<laughs> what was the question? I can't really hear. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just the, um, you know, uh, the unfortunate inning, the big inning, you know, they got an extra out and, and then the home run. And then that ended up just kind of being the difference. It just ended up being a tough inning for you. Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a tough inning. It's it was one of those innings where baseball kind of just happened. I mean, it was a lot of little seeing eye singles. I felt like I was still making good pitches. Uh, you guys were just laying them in there. It wasn't, I didn't feel like I was out of control or anything, but uh, definitely, definitely was an inning where uh, we, we could have cut it off a little bit shorter. Eric, were you trying to go up there to Miller? Yes. Up And was it, was it in the spot where, where you wanted to put it? I, I, if I remember the pitch correctly, I, yeah, I put it where I wanted to. He just got to it. He really did. I was, I mean, you just tip your cap to a guy when he gets his hands inside on a fastball like that, that's up. It's not an easy pitch to hit. Eric, yesterday you talked about like how much you wanted to mix stuff, you know, in terms of the game calling and the game plan. Do you feel like you were able to do that today? Like how you wanted to? Yeah. Um, I think we had a good mix. Me and Nadi had a good um, repertoire between each other. And um, there's a few where we probably could have went a little more change up heavy, but I mean, the stuff that I had today kind of changes the scouting report a little bit day by day. So um, I, I was happy with how he mixed. I was happy with uh, pitch execution. It's just there's sometimes happens. It was stupid on my part. Eric, after that, you got into a real groove. I think you, you retired in you know, the last three innings, almost everybody. Did you feel like you settled in and, and were throwing just the way you wanted to after that? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I settled in a little bit. That inning kind of got a little hectic and crazy and a bunch of stuff went on, but that's baseball. So um, just went out there and tried to continue to do my job and make pitches and hopefully get guys out as quick as possible at that point and then keep us in it. Cause I mean, with this, this team, these hitters, man, we're never out of a game, never felt like we were out of it. So uh, that was, that was my priority after that inning was to just keep us in it as long as possible. Eric, that's a second straight night. Your hitters have made it real interesting late. Um, I don't know if in the major leagues, there are moral victories uh, to you. Is there a, is there a positive in that and making these games difficult or is this the big leagues and that doesn't mean anything? I think anybody would say you got to win. <laughs> I think there's, it's that it definitely bodes well for us that we aren't out of game at any point down by whatever at any point in the game, it feels like. So I think there's something to be said about that. But other, other than that, it's just like a good job. We got to produce a little bit more. We got to, cut down runs a little bit more like it, a loss is a loss in the record book. And it's something that you don't want to have too many of. Erica, you were probably deep into your game prep as the starting pitcher before the game. But did you, did word get around to you that, that Yelly had to go back on the IL? I did hear that. Yeah. And I kind of noticed when he wasn't in the lineup. <laughs> Just how, um, 
you know, how tough is that for the team? You get him back and then boom, one game and you lose. And as good a player as he is. Yeah, he's he's a huge bat. And it's, I mean, it's tough to see, see him go right back on it. But I mean, hopefully we, hopefully we can get him back for a bigger chunk than what we got him back for last time. So, I mean, he's a huge bat in our lineup and it, I mean, it's tough not having him, but I mean, we got a lot of guys who can really hit and guys who, I mean, you saw the game tonight. It was, we got hitters and we got guys who can come off the bench and do it. We got guys who are going to start at any point and put up numbers. So, I mean, it hurts not having him, obviously. I mean, he's an unbelievable baseball player, but I think we got, we got guys who can fill his shoes to some degree. Yeah, and hopefully they get it together here because uh, some of the numbers are not very uh, redeeming to what they really are. And I still have I, – I, I like Craig Council. I do have some hope that these numbers are going to go up. And one of the biggest reasons is, is the fact that they, they couldn't possibly be worse. I mean, some of these numbers are just, just horrible. And it's tough to figure out. It really is. You know, league average amongst all the teams, all 30 teams in Major League Baseball, is down 20 points from just two years ago. 252 to a 232 right now. That's of all Major League hitters. 20-point difference in just two years. Strikeout rate. Over 30%. League average, uh, 232, is the lowest it's been since 1968. And we all know what happened that year, and they lowered the mound and leveled the playing field a little bit. So, I, you know, it's, it's, it's strange timing. Or what exactly did the pandemic do? To, to the offense in Major League Baseball because it seemed like it, it has just literally shut down to, in, in comparison to what it was. Uh, the Brewers' uh, team average, you know, uh, been well-documented, under 220. I mean, I, either hitters need to get a little bit better or maybe the game has to adjust in some regard. I mean, you see Aaron Nola wiping sweat all over his face, all over his the back of his neck, and then never wiping it off on his on his uh, jersey, and going right to the baseball. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what sort of impact that may have, but just saying, uh, something's got to be figured out here, and and I really care about the Brewers uh, specifically. They need to pick it up, and they will, to a degree. I don't know how much they're going to pick it up, but they will pick it up. Jackie Bradley Jr. at 188. His on-base percentage is 240. You can't hardly do any worse. As a player that's sort of right now getting a little bit of regular playing time. Now, he came up with a big shot today, and we'll give him that because that was a that was a big swing. That was a two-out, two-strike two-run home run to put the team well within striking distance to win this baseball game. So that was pretty cool. But uh, let's hear from Jackie Bradley Jr. He's he's on my list to pick things up. He's one of those guys that I'm, I'm staying pretty positive on that he will pick things up. Let's hear what he had to say after this loss. 
Jackie, it looked like you were pretty uh, frustrated early in the game about some of the, uh, especially there was one low pitch. Um, just does it salvage your night when you come up with a big hit late? I don't know if salvage is a word. Um, you know, I don't want to give up any at bats. So um, I felt like I took a good pitch and um, I didn't get rewarded for it. I mean, that's, that's baseball for you. Jackie, you guys um, had Noah on the ropes a couple of times and then the bullpen a couple of times too. It, it, I mean, you, you guys were just like one hit away from that being a different outcome a few times, weren't you? Yes, sir, we was. Um, we were. Um, you know, but, you know, we did a good job of, you know, putting together some great at-bats. Obviously, we would would have liked the outcome to be a, a little different. Um, I have to be better. Um, I, I feel like you know, I've been scuffling and, um, you know, I, just, I, gotta, I have to compete better and, and drive in more runs. Jackie, have you been happy with the approaches you've had lately? Yeah, um, I've been happy with the approach, but, you know, you, you could have the best approach, but you still have to execute. That's that's what it all boils down to. Um, you have to execute um, when the when your your opportunity presents itself. Tom, you're muted. You mute. You mute, Tom. I, I can tell you. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. From apologize for that. Sorry. Um, I was getting, I was saying, Jackie. Yeah, I'm sure you heard before the game that um, Christian went back on the IL, and you know they don't know how long it'll be now. It depends on what they find, but you know it obviously changes the outfield situation which you're involved in. How will you guys, you know, get by? Uh, you, you did for a long time without him and Lowe, and now Lowe's back with Christian. Isn't How does this affect the team and the outfield? Um, obviously, we we want Christian in the lineup. We want him playing, you know, every opportunity we can we can have. He's an, he's an MVP. He's a, he's a great teammate. And um, I, I'm not sure how it's going to shake out. Um, you know, we – we just found out today that he was going back on the, the IL. So um, obviously the manager is going to do what he, he sees fit for the team. And um, it's obviously a, a tough loss when, and when Christian's not in there. Jackie, did you in Boston, did, did you guys have stretches like this to this degree with the number of guys impacted? Um, could, could you explain what you're trying to Say by that. I'm talking about just the number of players who've been you've lost to the the IL. It just seems it's 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 been kind of a remarkable stretch, and I'm wondering if you've experienced a stretch like this before, and what happens with the rest of the guys when the team is fighting through that sort of you know bad luck. I'm not sure, uh, to be honest. I've never really had a a running tally or, or, or count. Um, I don't even I don't even know how many are hurt here um, at the exact moment. Um, but, um, you know, I think this is when you, you, you look at your depth and, you know, you, you call on your depth and we have a lot of faith in the guys that, you know, they're in there and, you know, we feel like they can perform as well at a very high level. If, if they couldn't, they wouldn't be here. So obviously it affects the team. You, you want everybody healthy. That way we feel like we have the best opportunity to win. 
Um, but, you know, the guys have done a great job and we've, we've continued to, to press forward and um, compete. The 3-2. Bradley Jr. with a fly ball. Hit back at a deep center field. Herrera going back. Leaping. Gone! Jackie Bradley Jr. with a two-run shot to center as the Brewers pull to within a run. Well, they do take advantage of that extra strike that wasn't called. Yeah, there it is on Bally Sports Wisconsin as uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. You just heard from him acknowledge that he is uh, he's scuffling and he needs to compete better and knock in more runs. I'm with you there, man. I'm, I'm right there with you. But let me, uh, after the break here, we're going to go over some numbers and, and let me go over some of the uh, injuries. You heard Adam McAlvey ask about the injuries and it just, you know, it, it puts in for a good thought when you add Omar Narvaez into this lineup. You put Christian Yelich into this lineup. You put a healthy Lorenzo Kane into this lineup. What on earth this offense would do, uh, along with a Travis Shaw and a Colton Wong? Got to get healthy. Just get healthy. Wow. There's your play of the game, the two-run home run to make the score 6-5 at that time. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, Home Entertainment, and Smart Home Technology. Simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. We'll check out those numbers next. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on The Fan. All right, Freddie Peralta on the hill for the crew in game three of this four-game set. Chase Anderson gets the start for the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, I don't even want to guess what Chase is going to do <laughs> against the Brewers. Hopefully they, they tap into him for, for a bunch of runs early. Uh, just a quick reminder here, the schedule after Philadelphia, they play tomorrow and Thursday uh, to finish up the four-game set. To the Miami Marlins for three after an off day on Monday. They're back home next week to face the Cardinals for three. Then the Braves for three. A tough Royals team for two to the Reds for three. Then back home to face the Padres for four. This is, uh, again, this is a brutal couple of months start. I mean, when you look at the schedule. All right, we'll take a look at uh, some of these uh, offensive numbers. Evan, you have some team stats to go over real quick. And these are updated, starting out with one of the easiest stats to look at if you're a casual fan, batting average. The Brewers are the fourth worst in the entire major leagues at 219 after tonight's game. And that's moving up a couple of ticks, so that's uh, trending in the right direction. On-base percentage is not much better. They are... 25th in the league at 303. That's horrible. That That is awful. Oh, just wait till you get to slugging. The slugging, they are 22nd, but at 373. League average wow. for slugging is usually around 415 or so, roughly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just not good. They're just not getting the slug here. And I didn't expect that, though, uh, Evan. 
coming into this season. I didn't think they were going to be a team that hit a tremendous amount of home runs. I just thought it was keep the line moving. And to a degree, that's it's probably a little more on par because we're seeing traffic on the base pass quite a bit here. They're just not getting that gapper. Um, but you got a two-run homer from JBJ tonight, so we should be pleased with that. And, yeah, this is uh, probably the worst stat out of all of them. They have 311 strikeouts to 218 hits. Almost 100 more strikeouts than hits. They, they're striking out about 31% of the time. The strikeouts, they're fourth in all of the major leagues in strikeouts with that 311 mark. And to their credit, they are walking. They're 12th in the league at walks. So mm-hmm. credit where credit is due. Home run-wise, they're really towards the bottom. They're Well, I guess they're in the middle. 37 through 20 or 30 games, excuse me. Not exactly what you were expecting from a high-power offense. I'll leave you with this. Eric Yardley with a shoulder. Bobby Wall with oblique. Justin Topa with the elbow. Josh Lindblom with the knee. Zach Godley with the finger. Corbin Burns unspecified. Uh, Brett Anderson, hamstring. Christian Yelich back. Tim Lopes, right oblique. Derek Fisher, hamstring. Lorenzo Cain, quad. Daniel Robertson, concussion. Jace Peterson, thumb. Mark Mathias, shoulder. Manny Pena, toe. Omar Narvaez, hamstring. Jacob Nottingham throughout the offseason and uh, in the spring training had a thumb. Uh, Avi Garcia, a little bit of a sore back. And Colton Wong had the oblique as well. 17 players. That about says it all. And that's it for us as uh, after the last pitch tomorrow. You guys make the switch. Hopefully we'll talk about a little bit better offense and and a little bit of a healthier team as uh, hopefully we'll get some news on Christian Yelich. Zappella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove for Evan Heffelfinger. My name is Tim Allen. Oh, there'll be better days, and hopefully the results are going to be a little bit better tomorrow. As always, remember, smile Milwaukee. The world will smile back.